Appendix of The Sick Man's Comfort Book by Reverend P.B. Power. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. I have mentioned in this little book how valuable it is to those who are ill to have an occupation, to have an aim, something definite to accomplish, an interest in life. I wish now to put before my readers one which has been, and is, very near to my own heart, one which to be engaged in I have found full of blessing and interest, one in which, if they have nothing on hand themselves, I should like them to interest themselves also. I refer to the seaside home or temporary resting place for the London City missionaries at Venter in the Isle of Wight. In this home, the missionaries to the vilest courts and alleys of London get each year for a fortnight seaside rest free of all expense. Those who cannot be taken in for want of room receive a grant of three pounds to enable them to take a fortnight's holiday in the country. The way in which I became associated with this work was as follows. Some years ago, I was myself not expected to live at the longest more than a few months. It pleased God to restore me to partial health, and then I put the psalmist question to myself, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? And I thought I should like to make an offering in kind that as God had restored my health so far, I should like to try and be the means of the restoration of the health of some of his working servants. And so, in company with a few other friends, I embarked in this undertaking, having especially before my mind the endowment of the seaside home with a sum of twenty thousand pounds, so that its existence should be secured long after I and those who are acting with me have passed away. I ought, perhaps, to apologize to the reader for saying anything about self, but as this book is addressed by one who has known much illness himself to those who suffer, and as this matter is so well calculated to afford any who will work some encouragement, I have ventured upon taking the reader thus far into my confidence. I will only add, so far as self is concerned, that I have found this a blessed work, one full of interest, and I am happy in the remembrance of all sermons preached for it, all letters written for it, and, in a word, everything done for it. What has been done by God's mercy up to the present is this. Four hundred and sixty missionaries have had their holiday for several years. During the winters, all who failed and needed rest and change have been taken in at the home and, in almost all cases, have been restored to their work, like new men. Many of the missionaries must have been broken down entirely if it had not been for this help. I have been myself down to the home and conversed with the missionaries, and seen the utterly prostrate condition to which some of them were reduced, and I have seen some leaving for their work again, entirely different men from what they were when they came to the home for change and rest. But more than this has been accomplished. Some thirteen thousand pounds towards the endowment has been invested, and if the readers of this little book will, in compassion to those who are weary like themselves, take up this work, the remaining seven required will soon be had. Thus much has been done, now, let me put before any of my readers who may be willing to help in this work something definite as to what they may do. There is immense power in definiteness. The water that, spread over a large surface, moves slowly along and accomplishes nothing, will, when gathered in a narrow channel, become a mill race and set great machinery in motion and do great and useful work. Here, then, are three aims, any of which you may set before yourselves. If you can get together fifty pounds, then you can endow a district with a holiday for its missionary forever. That sum, when invested, will accomplish that great work. No matter how long you may take to accomplish it, 
Many who think they never could get so much money together can do so by patience, effort, faith, and prayer. And what a daily interest it will be to see what is coming in, and how it will take you out of self, and how it will strengthen your faith and your power of prayer. There are some districts thus endowed by ladies who, when I proposed that they should try and accomplish such a work, shrunk from it, as not having a chance of getting such a sum. But they tried and succeeded. Then, if you think this cannot be done, if you set yourself to get five pounds, you can send a missionary and his wife to the sea. And if you cannot get even this much, then try and get two pounds ten shillings, one half of it, and that will give one missionary a holiday of a fortnight. Numbers of quite poor people have been able to accomplish this. But in looking over the receipts of the home, I find that much has been got in sums of one pound and in half sovereigns. Well, attempt this much, and if all the readers of this little book would only put forth the power which is in them, even on their sick beds, they, weak and feeble as they are, would finish up this work. But now, lastly, how shall the thing be done? In the few pages which I have devoted at the end of my little book to this subject, I have not been able to say many things connected with this subject which ought to be said. I would, however, invite any readers of these lines, who would wish to join the band of workers raised up by this little book, to write to me, and I will furnish full particulars of the home and how to help it. There will be a great fellowship in suffering between many of the readers of the foregoing pages. May there be a fellowship of work also. The ways to help the home are as follows. 1. Write to me for a supply of the little tale entitled Truffle and Nephews, or On Repairing and Keeping in Repair the London City Missionaries. That book contains in the form of a story, well illustrated, the needs of the worn missionaries and an appeal and collecting paper on behalf of the home. It is by the circulation of this book that most of the money has been got together. The postage is at the rate of one penny for two copies. Any of my readers who are willing to embark in this little enterprise can have as many copies as they like. By posting these to friends with a line asking for a little help, or by lending them, it is surprising how much money can be got together. 2. Try and enlist the sympathies of a few fellow workers, anyone else that you know weak and ailing, yet anxious to do something for Christ. No doubt there are many friends and perhaps relatives who would help you in making up whatever sum you set yourself to get. Suppose someone earnestly wished to get 50 pounds for a district, but could not do so, but could set himself to get 10 pounds. Then, on letting me know, I would try and get five others to do the same, and that little company of sick ones could accomplish that great work. If there are any sick ones who have interest enough with their minister to get permission to have a sermon preached in his pulpit on behalf of the home, that is a great way indeed to help. We have always had large responses to such appeals. I have preached many sermons on behalf of this home, and am ready to preach many more if pulpits offer. 4. But the chief of all helps will be faith and prayer, without which nothing effectual is done. Pray not only for success on your own part of the work, but on that of others also. I will report progress from time to time to any who engage in this work on their sending me a directed postcard. The following are one or two of the letters received from the missionaries. June 4, 1872 Dear Sir, Having just returned from the seaside home, I feel it is duty incumbent upon me to express my gratitude through you to the Committee for the Home for the benefits I have received from my visits to Ventnor. It has been my privilege to visit it each year since it has been opened, 
and I have returned on each occasion strengthened and invigorated in body to my work in Golden Lane. I have especially derived great good from my visit this year, as, when I left home in the middle of May for fortnight's visit, I was worn out in body and mind, having been suffering nearly the whole winter from intense nervousness and debility. I am pleased to be able to state that I returned to my duties a new man, with bodily health recruited and soul cheered, through the pleasant and cheerful company I enjoyed there. I pray that the great head of the church may bless with all spiritual and temporal blessings all who have contributed in any way to the establishment and support of such a noble institution. I am yours respectfully. December 18, 1874. Dear Sir, I have been to Ventnor for the benefit of my health and have just returned. I write to say how thankful I am to you and others who have labored so incessantly for the good of the brethren in the mission, that we may have such an opportunity to go and rest a while from our work, and have all the comforts that money could well provide for us who are poor, and could not by any means get what is really necessary at our own homes. And I desire to thank our Heavenly Father for the great good I have received. When I went down three weeks ago, I could not read the Word of God ten minutes, or do scarcely any visiting. In fact, my mind was in such a state I thought I should have to give up the mission work altogether, and now I feel I can go on again in the power of God and by the help of His Spirit, and the new life He has given me for a long time to come. May the Lord bless those of our dear friends at Ventnor and those in London who sustain this home with an abundant blessing, and that they, with you, may be long spared to help on this good work of God is the earnest prayer of your humble servant, T.G. Dear Sir, I returned home yesterday from the seaside home at Ventnor after sojourn there for three weeks. My health had failed and my voice had very nearly gone. Words would be quite inadequate to express the gratitude and thankfulness I feel for the marked kindness I received from the matron and all connected with the establishment, each one deeming it to be their highest pleasure to contribute to the comfort and enjoyment of myself and the other brethren down there. The bracing air, excellent diet, and attention shown has done me very much good. I return very much recruited in health and hope to battle for the Lord among the ungodly denizens of the Kent Street North District. May our gracious and loving Father bless you and all the kind friends who take an interest in the home. Believe me to remain yours very obediently, W.P.S. Any readers of this little book who are willing to join in this good work are requested kindly to communicate with Rev. P.B. Power, M.A., Honorary Secretary to the Seaside Home, Abbey Wood, Kent, and all post office orders are requested to be made payable to Lessness Health. End of Appendix and End of The Sick Man's Comfort Book by Rev. P.B. Power Read by Marianne Spiegel in Elmhurst, Illinois, August 2020